Welcome to Yellow Pod Sessions. Uh, this week's guest is Mickey Meyer. Mickey is a producer out in L.A. I, I think of Mickey as kind of one of the pioneers of uh, producing kind of the YouTube talent, the user-generated world. Um, he worked with people like Kasim G and Good Neighbor and kind of brought them all together in one house at Maker Studio and has moved on to where he uh, works now at JASH, J-A-S-H, with people like Sarah Silverman, Michael Sarah, Reggie Watts, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, aside from being a Forbes 30 under 30 guy, he's also super chill. But what's his favorite color? I guess you're going to have to find out real, real soon. Based at work and like smoking a cigarette and blowing smokes in people's faces and doesn't matter. Now it's like you're gonna get sued if you did that, but like you could be high all day. Haven't <laughs> like, figured that one out yet. That's right. Now everyone's just walked around so fucking stoned. Yeah. God, weed is. I spent my whole life telling like, oh no, weed's chill. I don't see what the big deal is. Like it should be legal. And then, like, as it was coming legal, I was also reaching a point in my life where I was like, dude, weed is kind of chill, but it mostly, like, <laughs> like, I was telling someone the other day where, like, I don't think I spoke to my parents for, like, three years in college because I was just high and, like, the phone would ring and I'd be like, oh, my no, God, no, I can't, can't talk, it, yeah. you know? <laughs> and if I did, I'd be like, hey. Yeah. And I'd be like, oh, hey, Clay, how are you? And I'd be like, fun. <laughs> what? <laughs> I got to go, you know? <laughs> like, That's what we, you know, we do getting dug with high and it's like that you – I've seen the effects of marijuana on a really wide variety of people at this yeah. point. Yeah. There's not a single person that afterwards is like, I'm the exact same. <laughs> like, I'm super yeah. coherent and I can talk to you. Yeah. And like, it didn't do anything. Wow. To me. That was a really interesting experience smoking yeah. all that weed for that many years. Yeah. Like, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Well, back to physics. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't work. Uh, tricked you. We already started. Oh, <laughs> shit. You've been yellow potted. <laughs> <laughs> You've been cleaned. <laughs> Uh, sound effect. Boom. Um, Mickey Meyer. Hey, baby. How are you? I'm doing great. Great. Doing? I'm fucking great. Um, I'm doing well. Mickey Meyer. Um, okay. And then there's a problem I always run into. Mickey mm. Meyer. Of course, I know from my life, but you mostly know. know. From, this is, I'd like to pull out my one. <laughs> can I just give one credit, please? Is uh, because there's a Lily Collins uh, <laughs> international bestseller un, unfiltered in here. Yeah. Um, I once played, I think it was like Duncan the Bully or some yes. weird name yes. on 90210. Oh, Mickey. <laughs> if you don't think that I'd written that down to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> if you think for one second. I'm, you got that like right out of school, right? You were like, I feel like yeah, in the first year. Like that. Like, I got, I, I fell into a very, I'm, I'm trying to just plant <laughs> very weird seeds for when my kids later try and go through <laughs> just to be like, what the fuck was this? Who, Why did you do that? There's going to be multiple times in their like adult life where they're like, who are you? Yeah, exactly. That's the goal really is I want them to think that I'm a con man. <laughs> well, I remember it was like very important to you when your first was being born that like, you're like, I want the biggest beard yep. ever. That was the goal for a minute. <laughs> I tried to grow out my stomach so I could rest a beer on it. That was a goal for a minute. 
But that that was You'll I get there. Lily Collins. So to give you the, the I'm going to give you the abridged history of that is that when I, I which is when we met actually is when we did the the BFA showcase, showcase. Yeah, which I felt like just the, the heel of a person to come into in the first place. Everybody had been doing this like conservatory within USC for the last four years. Then here comes like half drunk Mickey. Like, hey guys, I can do it too. But like being half drunk meant like of the like four people who joined us for that, like you fit right. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's like, I it's like feel, you were like, I we're all half talking. Like, hey, yeah. Biggie. <laughs> <laughs> this guy gets it. He's good. And I got out of that, I got a manager that was this guy, Aaron Ginsburg, at Mosaic, which is good, yeah. good, good yeah. management company. Yeah. And I immediately was thrown into auditions that I should never have been in. <laughs> Which was both great. If you're, you're an actor, that's what you want to have happen. Yeah. But for me, I was like, I was still like, do I want to be an actor? Is this what I want to do? <laughs> yeah. And it was me. I remember one audition I had was me next to Ryan Gosling and Good Ben God. McKenzie. <laughs> and I was like, I don't, I don't think I'm gonna get this. And then who? But you're the one who got Duncan. Yeah. Then. <laughs> <laughs> for my one line, it was like, the line was like, uh, Gosling still talks about that role. Yeah, I'm sure the, the one that got away. <laughs> <laughs> in the reboot of 90210. Exactly. Fuck. Oh, man. I just want to pause this so we can just watch that real quick. Yeah. I have a lot of I questions. I can recreate it for yeah. you. <laughs> and create some new yellow pod questions for you. <laughs> it was like, let's let's get in this Italian stallion. <laughs> like white, white stallion. White stallion. That's what it was. It was a big limo. We were, I was I was really Collins prom date. And I was like, jump aboard the white stallion or <laughs> something. Some terrible. Line. How did that show not make it? Oh, I don't know. Oh man, that kicks ass. Yeah. So you went from you went acting. You were doing that for like. Were you ever doing it like exclusively? Were you ever living like the just like waiting for auditions life? Or because you started working with drama three four. I did. I did. And did yeah. you start as a PA there, or did you kind of? I did. Yeah. yeah. That was Dave. David Fickus. Yeah. David Fickus. Um, came to that BFA showcase. Yeah. A lot came for me out of this BFA showcase. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And he saw that I also had film and producer on my like my headshot thing and yeah it was like hey so you know what I, I went to usc and i'm an actor but also really like to be behind the camera and that whole thing and so he's like hey if you're looking for work you know come work with us and so i, I did and he had a, a really interesting setup where they had gotten this huge building for a show that they did i hit my 30s but then the the show didn't continue on and so they would rent out different parts of the building to you know, everybody underneath the sun. I mean, the, the list of people that have gone through there is crazy. They had yeah. Ryan Johnson. Well, I think he was writing, um, what, was the, what was the movie, the Bruce Willis movie? It was like, uh, you know, come on. It's, you know, <laughs> the, the Bruce the Willis, Bruce Willis movie. movie. <laughs> uh, uh, where he goes back, Looper. Looper. Oh, Looper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a Looper. He's a Looper. So he was like in there writing that. But then I was, was like, like that, yeah, no, Chris Hardwick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never no, no, Chris Hardwick for sure. Chris Hardwick was in there. I think when he started Nerdist too, and <clears throat> a bunch of people kind of came through there. But as a result, for me, it was like the best thing in the world. I got to yeah. see all these different people doing their thing and learn. And just like I, when D three four didn't have something for me to do, I'd go be on a commercial or be, you know, pestering Ryan Johnson just outside of his <laughs> <laughs> outside of his door. Yeah. I remember that building. Go obviously, I PA'd there for a little bit with Ross. Yeah, Ross Bouch. Well. Bouch. Hey baby. Hey baby. And uh, of course, there was. A, I remember being there for a stage reading of a. I don't know if the movie ever got made, but it was called Shreenots. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that 
that's a deep cut right there. <laughs> that you know the yeah the three and a half hour long <laughs> made for DVD golf I, movie. That, if if I do anything in my life, oh my it God. will be Bloody. if I can make three knots. That will be the I had to. This is for anyone jewel. listening. This is for anyone if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> Help us. Uh, no, we was a uh, when we were graduating. As I remember it. It was someone, a connection of yours who was like, we want to help facilitate making like a straight to college, I mean college, like straight to DVD yeah. movie, like some kind of like American Pie type, whatever, college yep. movie. And we spent like a good long time. We took a trip to my cabin and like, you know, got away from that distractions. It was the best time. And then time. like- First time we went fly fishing. Though. Yeah. And hopefully was, not the last. We got to go do that. I'm in. Um, and it was like, a, so it was like, okay, we're going to do this straight to college, like a college movie. And like we kind of wrote this outline, and then I took it and wrote it, and at the end of it, it was like literally three hundred pages. <laughs> <laughs> I think I had like, like, and like a budget that would have been like, I had like the roots and, yeah. and like a concert playing like at some point. Oh, you know? like it was the roots. Like, it was like, oh, we're gonna get the roots. Like, what are you fucking talking about? All I remember is I remember Gunner. <laughs> <laughs> I remember yeah. the the cat the cat scene, which does make sense. Yeah. One, oh my but. god. I, I was I had to get a new computer, and I was kind of going through the old one, getting shit off there and i found yeah. it oh. and i started reading it and i was just like there's stuff in here that i think is funny as it was fuck. i mean we but it's dug so deep. that was like the best thing which i gotta find they this exists somewhere is i filmed the entire oh of God. us like sitting there and like hashing this thing out as we we were like this is the best writing session ever <laughs> we're in tahoe in a cabin this For is perfect days. and then we just like got high and drank <laughs> and just yeah got to this point where it was like i don't know what we're recording at this point <laughs> but like, somehow this is valuable 30 uh, years from now yeah when you when call when you call the photo that still comes up is you like above my wood burning burning stove like, like, oh, with nice. like, like bloodshot eyes like holding a pan <laughs> with nothing in it you know <laughs> it was a great style oh man um so you great. went from there to from drama three four to maker to make her, yeah. To make her. Because of our, our mutual friends, the the Good Neighbor Boys. Sure. Mm-hmm. Kyle, who was on, and yeah. Beck, Nick Rutherford, Kyle, David Carey. I was on. just sitting next to his shark stand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Which the listeners well. know about. <laughs> <laughs> There's an Easter egg. Yep. Uh, okay. And what were you in, at Maker, what was, your, what was your role at Maker? So I came in largely because, so I came in, the first, my first experience with it was Dave, I who I had like a you know, shot with stuff. He, I brought him into Drum 3 4 at different points, and we just had worked together in the past. And he I knew that I had a camera for that matter, seven, the Canon 7D, oh. which was, oh, baby. at the time, Big revolutionary. Deal. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Um, and he was shooting a sketch, and was like, hey, can you come shoot with me? And I was like, yeah, sure. And I went in, and we shot, I think the first one was, it's either Epic Rap Battles or, or Corporate Song and Dance. Right. And I came oh, in man, and it was I like Corbett Song and, Corbett Song and, and Dance and was of my course, favorite sketches of all Epic time. Rap Battles was yeah. and ended up being huge, but it was. I mean yeah. Year was the first one that I remember like we shot it in it was it looked like Kids Incorporated. Like you, right. you walked into uh, a very, you know, jank ass room and there was a green piece of paper that someone or cloth that someone had bought at like Marshall's right. and right. um work lights <laughs> and uh Pete uh Shukoff, nice Peter and Lloyd Alquist were in there and they had recorded a rap and Dave was directing it and he was like, you're just gonna shoot it like a music video. And so we just shot, you know, and 
had fun for a while. We tried to figure out this one thing where he was like jumping through a window and it was just a kind of weird blast. And then like the next weekend, the same kind of thing happened where he wanted to shoot this thing with Kasim that was a sketch that the neighbor guys had done, I think live yeah, a couple times. Kasim G. Kasim right. G. And um, uh, yeah, it was, you know, the whole premise, if you haven't seen the sketch, was um, that it's very intense boardroom meeting while everyone is dancing. Yeah, it's like it starts off as like just people like someone gesticulating in a really big way and arms moving and then it kind of flows into like the gesticulation comes like just straight dancing. And yes. all of a sudden everyone's just like talking and dan like hip hop dancing around yeah. while they have this board meeting. But it's yeah, so good. we had to shoot that in four hours because uh, we had gotten some space out here and I mean, we were just broke as fuck too. And so it was <laughs> yeah. like, you know, we had to shoot the whole thing in four hours, be in, light it and get out and um, it was a blast. And then yeah, those things went up and they just got crazy views in like yeah. the first you know 24 hours and i was kind of like what the fuck like what's going on yeah here and i talked to dave and i think it was actually even after epic rap battles that he was like he had me meet this guy danny zappity who founded it and so the guy ben donovan and Casim, of course who was also one of the founders and they were like hey we're hiring we want to bring in someone who knows production i had worked at drums before and i was like oh this is interesting and uh at the time they were like, i was like well i had been working my way up the ranks yeah. <laughs> and yeah. was like hey yeah well uh what are you gonna pay me because uh <laughs> i've got a pretty good gig over here i want some money for my el segundo life yeah <laughs> And they were like, uh, the rate is 2000 I was like, 2000 bucks a week? Holy shit. I've made it. This is the craziest thing ever. And it was 2000 bucks a month. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. Found that out oh, like, no. a month later when I got a paycheck. And I was like, hey, guys, <laughs> this is actually a fourth of what I thought I was going to make. Um, but, yeah, it was, that was, I mean, Maker Studios changed You are life, a shrewd so. negotiator. Yeah. Making, no. <laughs> 2000, anything is great. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, I mean, I'm still in that point of life. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is, is not, I mean, yeah. I, I feel like I, I luck into these weird situations like Maker where it's like, it ended up being the best thing in the yeah. world. Maker changed blows my life up. And yeah. blows up and does its thing. But, uh, yeah, consistently I'm always like, you're going <laughs> to offer me what? Well, yes. <laughs> 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 okay, fine. Um, I don't know. I'll do it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I have to pay you? Fine. That's fine. <laughs> Whatever. Um, do I get a cool office? Yeah. What does it mean? That was like, I got the, the you know, the premise of the gig at the, the onset was like, you get to go make videos with your boys and your dudes and yeah. like get to meet other cool people and you're going to learn like why this thing got millions of views. Yeah. And uh, a lot of that was true. It's like, we I got to just hang out with, Nick and Beck and Kyle, Dave and I shared an office there, and yeah. it was like watching Dave work was always always just a cool thing. It's like, crazy, the most creative, brilliant dude ever. So yeah, and he's like the hardest working when he works. <laughs> like he, he he, it's like a shrunken down schedule of like a fireman, you know, where it's like he would when I lived with him, and they'd like they'd make a video, and they'd all of a sudden need it like by tomorrow, and he would just all of a sudden like starting at like seven p.m. just straight. And I'd yep. go to bed, he'd be there. I'd wake up in the morning, he'd be there. Like, he would just do it. Yeah. It was pretty incredible, it incredible is. thing to watch. Which, as a as a producer with him, was the most infuriating thing <laughs> in the world. Yeah. Be like, Dave, please, is it done? And he's like, it'll figure itself out. And then, like, no, that's sure not how enough, stuff works. <laughs> it always, like, last yeah. second, though, would. And yeah. it would just be, the mo- like, be, like, some crazy, beautiful video that yeah. made everybody no, laugh. He's, he's, he is a, uh, a talented dude. And I always thought that, like, Dave's ability – like one of the things that was like aside from Beck, Nick, and Kyle being three of the funniest dudes I've ever met in my life, 
but Dave also being that side of the camera, that editing, but having the sense of humor like they do, like yeah. being having a sense of humor on that side of the camera is like, yeah, changes it. It's unbelievable. I mean, that because you that's like as you're as a performer, you're trying to figure out what how it's reading and like how things are, are actually laying, and so for Dave to be able to not just only be there to capture something but then to also say like we'll change this or like what about this and challenge you is yeah. huge yeah, let yeah, alone yeah, the yeah. fact that like those guys all um they all sought to do from the very beginning something that wasn't just hey here's what everybody else is doing they yeah. looked up to the people that were changing comedy and that were trying to experiment and do some weirder shit but they yeah. also had an appreciation for the fact that like not everybody likes weird comedy and yeah. so you have to still make something super accessible and uh, yeah, that's yeah. what makes them great. There's a lot of things. It's true. Great, when, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I was—I don't know if I was telling this the other day, but I was talking about like when I've gone to—I've gone to Disneyland with with Kyle, and um, and Taryn Killam, who are like both obviously SNL fame and like big. But it's like, and and everyone kind of knows Taryn. Like everyone kind of just is just like sees him like that's Taryn Killam. Oh my god! But the people who recognize Kyle, like Kyle's fans, are like, I can see them from twenty feet away, just staring and shaking, yeah. like that's. Yeah, because I think his humor is so unique and so him oh that when God. you fall in love with it, you're like, yeah, it's you, like it, they're like crazy cultish fans. It's the it's same thing with was. Um, it's the same thing with uh, Tim and Eric. And yeah, I'd say there's, sure. there's there's a couple others too that I would, I would definitely sure. put in that same like, like Weird Al. Yeah, Weird Al. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> right? Weird Al, dude, has he's still a, going. He has a very. He's been going for thirty years. Some of comedy's elite, I will say. Um, are like diehard Weird Al Dude, fans. He is. He's been going since as long as I've been alive. He's consistent too. I saw him I on a delivered. on a plane. He was on a flight of mine, and I just like was I was flying with my my family, and so I had I was like my niece was upset. She's a baby, so I was like, I'll walk her around. I want to stretch my legs. So I was like walking up and down the aisles with her, and I was like coming back towards, and he was in the aisle, and I just I kept looking over his shoulder because he was like working clearly on a song. Like stanzas, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I like walked for like an extra ten minutes and would slow down real hard when I got. I was like, "What's he writing?" Yeah, and I was like, "But I don't know any of the new songs anymore." Yeah, so in the old, yeah, I, was, I was like, "Oh, cool! I bet that's great." You know, probably Cardi B parody song. <laughs> yeah. that's I'm sure it's get. great. We it's brilliant. We, we shot a um, we did this thing called Comedy Week uh, once that was it was for me as a comedy nerd and lover was like the best thing ever because we got to just invite everybody that we thought was funny and that loved yeah. comedy and to yeah. just like do different stuff. Yeah. And Weird Al was one of the people that we brought in and he did this like this one performance and he he messed up at one point and it was a live show. It was live on YouTube. Right. Um, before people even knew that you could watch live things on YouTube. So it wasn't like a massive, <laughs> right. you know, people said people watching it, but he just stared out straight and then got off and ran out of the room. What? Yeah. It was the weirdest. Never to be seen again? Never to be seen again. The footage, <laughs> I think, was like never like put up anywhere or anything what? like that. What? Yeah. It was nutty. That's So like every, what's crazy is like I grew up a Weird Al fan like so sure. many other people. But now every time his name is mentioned, I have that one weird moment that's like never been settled for me in my mind. <laughs> How of far? Of just Weird Al going like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> How far into the set was he? Like how much did he have like, left? He was about... I would say 70, 80%. So like <laughs> there's like, yeah, he just, there was the still crowd? enough to go. Did people just stand there and be like, oh, he's about to like come back in? Yeah. Like, this some like Eddie Vedder thing? People about to climb on the wall? Or? People thought it was a, uh, you know, like, what is this guy? He's like, he's a comedian. So clearly like something, he's, he's setting up a bid or something's going to happen. <laughs> and they just, and like everybody in the control booth was just like, yo, he gone. I guess we're done. <laughs> like, <laughs> Maybe just, it was a bit. Yeah. 
I mean, maybe he went to that extreme and we still haven't got it yet. Yeah. And then like 10 years, we're so, you're suddenly going to start laughing. It's just a joke make, just for me. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Um, so from Maker, you left Maker and you are a co-founder, right, of, of Josh? Is that I am, fair? Yeah. yeah. That was you and, and started by you and who who else? Uh, myself, uh, behind the camera, myself, Daniel Callison, who produced Letterman for eight years and created Crank Anchor and The Man Show and Jimmy Kimmel Live and uh, a bunch of other amazing shows, Alligator Boots with Kanye West. Sure. Hidden gem AGB. there. Um, never made that one to the air. Uh, and then- <laughs> Yet. Doug DeLuca. So Daniel's more of like a creative producer, you know, talent guy who just kind of knows everybody. And um, Doug DeLuca's our other partners more on like the- the sales side branded content and things like that. He still, Doug still works at Jimmy Kimmel Live now and oversees all the integrations that they do, but he's also, Doug is just by nature, he's like a very innovative guy. He started their YouTube channel. He started like the Jimmy Kimmel concert series outside and right. he's just that guy who does a bunch of stuff too. So, yeah, yeah. so them and then obviously Sarah Silverman, Reggie Watts, Tim and Eric, Michael Sarah yeah. on the talent Hello. side. Um, Solid. Yeah. Solid. Solid. Yeah. Uh, that was like, Solid <laughs> that was when, because Daniel, I met Daniel first, and at Maker, Maker was like, you know, every, at the time it was a very hot digital company, so everybody was calling to try and get meetings to say that they had met with Maker Studios and like I'm in with people there or whatever. Right, and right. so I'd get a lot of like weird, like, you know, agents or managers calling, and Daniel was one that called and he just kept calling. And I was kind of like ignoring, not just like, being super lazy also <laughs> like, being like i don't whatever yeah two thousand dollars a month uh. yeah <laughs> <laughs> i think i'm good here um and then but he i looked him i looked up his name as he left a message and it was like oh you've produced like You're every show that yeah. i've ever loved um, i should probably hey just got your message yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and I went and I met with him and he had, and I was trying at the time, I was trying to sign Reggie to Maker. I was like, and I had offered him like a crazy contract being like, hey, here's a bunch of money to go make music videos. You can make whatever the fuck you want to make. Yeah. And his name was up on Daniel's board as like a confirmed part of Jash. And yeah. I was you know, just to learn more about that and see those names was like, oh, this is like a once in a lifetime yeah. thing. I can't not ignore this. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> I'm sorry. of course. <laughs> No, you got to go. I mean, I, I saw Reggie Watts live, I don't know, a year or two ago, and Maybe. it was just it, it was just an experience. Yeah. Like it's just like it's just it was it was it, it is stand up, but it's it's a concert. It was like mm-hmm. I, I was just my mind was fucking blown. What's crazy it about Reggie so cool. is that he the dude is a chameleon in so many yep. ways, right? Like he what so like you, you have chameleons and you have people that can can like sorry. Oh man, I'm that's yeah, fun. All right. Well, that was Mickey Mouse. <laughs> okay. This is All right. Uh, that was that. I didn't. We didn't even get to the question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How are you? Bye. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you have these. You have these chameleons, and they can go into any situation and like mimic everybody else and be just like everybody else. Right. Reggie goes in and gives a very different performance for every. Is that still me? Jesus. <laughs> you know what, dude? <laughs> I'm gonna turn it off. I'm that. <laughs> um, what can I help you with? So you turn it off. <laughs> um. He goes into every situation, presents a completely unique performance to that group, yeah. but then still gives them something unique and different than what everybody else in that oh, yeah. would give him. Oh, yeah, 100%. He, he would go into, like he did, he, at South By, he got asked to like DJ a show and came in and like had people like sweating, they were dancing so much, oh, yeah. like just, you know, fists a pumping kind of thing. Yeah. 
Um, but then he goes into, yeah, does a comedy show and it's like, I don't know where this line ends and where it begins yeah. and it's brilliant. I love it. And, and, and all that is so refreshing. I just, I just, I just, I, I am drawn to things that are unique. I mean, I think most yeah. people are, but I mean, maybe that's not true. I don't know. Uh, I like, I love, like when I think of like, like I love Wes Anderson cause I like just yeah. love that it's fucking different. Yeah. But yeah, Reggie Watts just like stood out to me of just like. And it was a night of mostly stand up. I think Kyle's performing was doing like Bruce Channeling. Yeah. And like which is great. Yeah, and then awesome. there was like um my faves. Angela Trimber. What's her the dance the you know the dance uh, company or yeah, whatever? LA well LA Municipal. Yeah, LA Municipal. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. came out like performing, which is great. And then uh, but it was just like a lot of stand up after that and then like Reggie Watts came and like I had never seen him, I had heard of him. Yeah. And was like afterwards I like would just walk around with a big stupid like Muppet smile, like yeah. Yeah. open mouth like just because I was stoked yeah. I was just like that's just fucking cool like I'm like good good to your I mean to the earlier thing you're talking about with Kyle and Taryn right it's like and for that matter what you just said about um, you know is everybody does everybody gravitate towards the unique stuff and it's like not really yeah there's, exactly there's, I can pop. tell you it's like somebody who's been on the side of like trying to expose alt comedy and like unique comedy innovative yeah. comedy to the masses what happens is there's a core group of people that gravitate towards it almost immediately. That right. like, you, you see Reggie Watts, and you're like, "Holy shit, what was that?" And you get the fact that it's unique and different, and you then go all in. And right. now it's like, anytime Reggie watches for me, you're probably gonna go check him out or whatever it is. Right. And then like outside of that circle, there's the masses, right? Mm-hmm. And there's like other concentric circles of people that like like comedy more than others. But what happens is something like that comes about a bunch of art and a bunch of work is created, but normally it's not created at the same rate as somebody can make money off of it because right. it's not a huge group of people. Right. But then years later, a lot of that art, a lot of that work, that that, that their their body of work is, is discovered more by the masses as sensibilities kind of change as a result of it. Right, yeah, I see And you so you have so like- So he's, he's like the pioneer. Exactly, But exactly. it's what happens is, yeah, and then it picks up and it, I mean, that's culture. And I guess we live in a world of, in a country of pop culture. Yeah. And comedy is not all that different than music or anything like that. I mean, mm-hmm. like you can go see a kick-ass band that plays at the Echo, but they're not selling tons of records because they're not, you know, yep. Taylor Swift. Yeah. You're great though, Taylor. you Yeah, I know. Shut up, you're not listening. Yeah, she <laughs> no, she's not. Uh, but that's I. This is you know the all the good neighbor dudes. But you know Kyle, uh, Kyle for sure has been one of those things that I think you know that's a, a shared interest that you and I have is that we you could see that like this dude is doing something different. Yeah, and he's gonna have that thing later on but for right now it's like it's so cool to watch that like yeah under the radar thing which snl is not under the radar no and that's what was so fun. i remember i remember when they got hired I, I like i was i mean aside from what goes without saying super ex- just excited for them but it was like super interested to see how kyle particular his humor good neighbor all that stuff would translate to saturday night live like yep. the prime time of prime time like you're playing to the Midwest, you're playing, you know, yep. to wherever. Like, I was so interested to see how that translates. And I think it has in a lot of ways. In some ways, you can see, like you said, where it's like, it's it's different. Yeah. And yeah, I think there are people who like, like again, yeah, we're, we're revisiting the same thing where it's like people yeah. are either crazy for him because they are totally buy-in and they're like, he is God. Yeah. Or people like just don't get it. Yeah. But it's so interesting to watch him. Yeah. Um, it is, it is. So, so then you went to Josh. You, um... And then you've been there since. That's where you are right now? It is. Or? So we sold Jash to another company called Group 9 right. about a year ago. Okay. 
Um, and so Group 9 has four brands. They have Thrillist, they have Seeker, they have Now This, and then they have the Dodo. Jash still exists as its own entity within and is more kind of the studio behind creating different shows. Right. It's just those brands all have like massive audiences right. that are much more broad and they can be sold against by advertisers and right, things right, like right, that. Right. Um, so yeah, cool. now I do that. And one last question to talk yeah. before we dive into mm-hmm. your yellow pod, Ooh, your yellow pad. Oh, I'm so, excited. Um, so I know, will you explain to me, because I don't know if I ever fully understand, all I know is I was going through social media at some point, and all of a sudden you were at a table with a bar- with Barack Obama. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm telling you, Easter you... eggs for the kids. Con man. <laughs> it was just a cardboard cutout. <laughs> Photoshopped. Yeah. And you actually flew to D.C. just to trick him. I did. That was it. <laughs> no, I – so that uh, came through uh, the illustrious Daniel Kellison. Daniel was um, – on a plane with next to this guy, Eric Ortner, who's a, another kind of amazing figure who's also rep Flavor Flav, but then is in the right. White House and, you know, has just got a crazy career. Jesus. But he, Eric, was apparently snoring so loud that it was like shaking the plane. <laughs> <laughs> and so Daniel, Daniel, not being one for that, like woke him up and he was like, hey, who are you? And he's like, told him that he'd work with Kimmel and this whole thing. So then, anyways, long story short, Daniel started working with this guy, Eric Ortner, in the White House on this thing called the Entertainment Advisory Council. Uh-huh. And they went down and did a meeting with uh, the White House, and they would do it around different like key initiatives that they were going to roll out um, just to say, like, hey, what could, what are we missing in entertainment? And, like, do you know anybody that we can assemble? Is there, like, a what? how can we get the message out on this thing? And so at the time, it was um, the Affordable Care Act. They were trying to figure out, like, this is a thing that the government is doing. People don't know about it. How do we message it out right. uh, in a way that's not just through press? And right. this is where Between Two Ferns uh, with Obama came out of that meeting. And um, well, there was another, like, Daniel basically come back, though, and was like, you know, I was like, what, what's the plan? What are you, you going to do? And he's like, oh, you know, there's some stuff, some tweets that are going to go out and this whatever. And for me, having seen that world of Maker that was all these crazy views and, uh, you know, just a different means of communication, I was like, well, you – like you should involve YouTubers. Like you could get a lot more bang for your buck right. and they're all going to be super game to be a part of something like this. Um, cause it's with the president. <laughs> got a fucking rock star, <laughs> <Yeah>. dude. <laughs> um, and so he's like, all right, we'll write it up. Like, let me know what you think you would do. And so I wrote this thing up and this guy, Brad Jenkins, who, um, uh, is now, Oh, actually he just left. He was at funny or die for a little bit. He just left, but he, um, he put together, jumped on the phone with me said you know kind of walked me through how everything would work and i got to assemble this group of people that were out of the youtube community that had massive audiences that reached different demographics um for a meeting with the president and we went down and we did it and it, I, I sat directly across from him and got like vertigo like two Dude, minutes in you have to thought i was gonna shit my pants like did you hear a word <laughs> i was he gonna said. pull a kai <laughs> <laughs> yeah um i did and i didn't yeah there was multiple times where like i had to kick off the meeting and that was the most like, <laughs> that was the most like, habit 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 act. Yeah. yeah, great. It was like I, in general, hate public speaking, let yeah. alone like going into that. And you just um, like Obama's just looking at you, yeah. like waiting. Great. Yeah. So we did that though, and then it was, um, it, it went really, really well. The that that between two ferns video took like eight months in the making to get, you know, from beginning to end. And right. Very many kudos to like the entire Funny or Die team and to Ackerman and to 
uh, Zach Galifianakis and, and, and Brad Jenkins and all those guys, but it was a long process to get something that big off the ground. Sure. We had that meeting, and that was like it got like 24 million views or something before the deadline, and we did that meeting with the YouTubers like a week before the deadline, and we got 22 million views. And so I was like, this is a thing you should be doing more yeah, often. Yeah, for sure. Um, and so then they brought me in to do uh, meetings around what was like climate change, and we did one around uh, sexual assault on college campuses and uh, education initiatives and things like that. So it was just the craziest, weirdest thing. I'm, I'm sure that <laughs> nothing will ever, you know, repeat later in my life. But it was That's like pretty good. Where I was like, sorry guys, got to go to D.C. this weekend, <laughs> meeting with Biden. <laughs> Like what? You know, bu- no bullshit, Joe. Pew, pew, pew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean that's that that's that that's you know you forever in your pocket have like a great topper. <laughs> and anybody has a conversation. The weirdest thing would be there was these like Christmas parties that they would throw that I could you'd go to and it'd be like you next to like Common and yeah, then right. like you know yeah. at the same time it's like. Paulette Aniskoff, who like works in the government, or yeah. Valerie Jarrett, and you're just and then like, like Vladimir Putin, like yeah. asking him bum a cig off you. <laughs> <laughs> and at the time, we would have said no. Yeah. <laughs> now he give us cig. Yes, yes, bro. We smoke his. Yes, cig. Uh, Putin, very yeah. good man. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna. There's that. What? Else, how do you follow that? You know, what I, I mean, that's, that's I, I certainly can't. <laughs> yeah. I've given up. <laughs> well, now instead of asking more questions about. Barack Obama, which I'm sure people would actually be interested in hearing. Let's dive into some other questions. Yeah, baby. <laughs> this is your yellow pad session. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's why I uh, Can I make a yellow in your bathroom really quick, though? <laughs> I have yeah. to be quite bad. Yeah, yeah. Go, take a break. Go. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yellow pad. <laughs> and we're back. Yeah. <laughs> I will say having kids is the most fun thing ever, is making songs. Oh, my God. You make it about Are your kids, like, yeah. super musically inclined? Um, I mean, yeah. <laughs> we all like music. Right. You're not, um, like, necessarily making good songs. No. 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 None of us, yeah. Uh, my, we have, though, I will say, and this is just a... a a blue podcast? <laughs> oh yeah, go, okay. do whatever you want. <laughs> go for it. Yeah. Um, we have uh, somewhere somewhere along the way, and I don't know when, um, the phrase "cheesy butthole" <laughs> became a thing. House of Boys, two little boys, and so now <laughs> that is the most disgusting. Oh, it's the worst. <laughs> it's the worst <laughs> phrase. The worst term. And I pray a so nightmare. much that it never makes it into school. Or any form. Oh, yeah, it will. Sure, buddy. Yeah, I know. You're gonna be saying it by the time you, when you're in your like 60s and 70s, and your kids are grown, you're still gonna be saying. <laughs> you'll that still one. be doing the yeah. ramifications. Yeah, of yeah, you're gonna make your kid die and embarrass shit of them when you're just like, hey, get your cheesy butt all over here, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but it has become the the game has become to put cheesy butthole into a song, and so it's. It's never. It's just loads of fun. We went through a whole. I mean, Christmas was great. Oh. <laughs> it was amazing. Oh my god! Santa Claus is getting cheesy butthole. Yeah. <laughs> it was a line. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, so what are we talking about? Rudolph the cheesy butthole. <laughs> so if you need a cheesy butthole yellow pod theme, hit up. My well, boys. I was going to ask what's your favorite made-up phrase for your kids. So oh, there got you that go. One. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's funny, by the like to 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 preface this a little bit, yeah. this whole thing is like one, huge fan, 
<laughs> yes. Yes. Um, two, I do this. This is like, when you say that this is your dad did, did this with you. You do like, this with your kiddos? I do. And I have Dude, like, awesome. I have much, You've. this has been a great inspiration because my questions are terrible. My questions are normally really? like, what's your favorite, like, you know, thing we did today? Right. And it's very like just trying to like document, like I try and film them a bunch just to get them saying dumb yeah. stuff where it's like, I want to show this <laughs> yeah. to you 30 years when from now. When they're getting married. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. Um, but this is, yeah, it's, uh, I do this already. So I feel, I feel prepped in yeah. my own weird way. This is good, man. That's great. I mean, I glad, I mean, like the, this, the thing, this whole list as a kid, I loved my, my dad's grandkids, my nieces and nephews who are age range of like three to eight. Yeah. Like, my grand, my dad does it with them now, and they love it. And they like, they will do one with my dad. My dad will do like put Gray, my nephew, through it, and then three minutes later, Gray will be like, "Hey, Jack, do you want to do another one?" They're like, "What? No, what do you mean do another <laughs> one? Like, do you want to do another? <laughs> we can't. We'll have to wait." He was like, "Oh," and that's like so funny because yeah. it's like, man, I, I, the my latest memory of this besides the podcast was like, my dad doing these questions when I was eighteen, and that's me being awesome. like, "Don, can we just talk without yeah. a yellow pad?" You know, like, can we just talk like humans? You know, That's like, so, great, so it's like to see it come back and then like the, the response from people are just like, it's, it's great. And you realize like, these are, these are great yeah. to look back on, you know, well, because you get, I mean, you know, you, you listen to, to podcasts, you see shows and it's nine times out of 10. It is the, like the questions that someone has to ask, you right. know, like the, right. you say the Barack Obama things like people would love them more. It's like, not really. Like there's enough of that shit out there where people yeah. know the, like the details and unless you're following athletes that dodge questions all the time like right, you don't right, ever right. really get to like hear this stuff hear yeah. the stuff that is like actually what makes them who they are yeah as a person. i think like the moments i thought that this had a you know an idea that was at least feasible was like one when they let like one little kid ask a question at the super bowl press conference and then yeah. he always asks some weird little kid question everyone laughs and the coach is always like you know that's the best question i've heard all day yeah and it's like oh yeah there's something like that and i remember kind of when i was pitching this idea i was like I think I think I said it like, don't you want to know what Slash's favorite color is? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's like what totally. I want. like. I want to know something. I'm like I'll, I'm waiting to get just like a total asshole in here. Yeah. To have to answer these questions. Like, I think I'm not gonna yeah, yeah. yeah, but who's your favorite monster? Like, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Dracula. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that said. Uh, Thanks for thanks for being a fan. Oh my god, that's the best, this dude. Is, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm I buy in on all things, Claire. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, let's uh, let's dive in here, Mickey. Um, what's your favorite color? I I'm gonna go blue. Okay, but I can like, swear a lot. Yeah. <laughs> hey, there it is. High five. High fives. <laughs> um, sorry, I'm so sorry. No, please. <laughs> I feel like I've gained an appreciation for all colors though later sure, in life through your kids. Yeah. Definitely yeah. through the kids, but I, uh, so I like I wear a lot of black. Yeah, but you can't say black. Black's like it's not. <laughs> I mean, black is the absence of all colors. Or is all colors. All, all colors. colors. All yeah. colors. Yeah, yeah. Um, blue though, it's just always gets you. It's like a blue day. Yeah. You know, my eyes are blue, so that's uh, like that's I feel true. Like it's kind of part of me. That's true. That's true. Me. Yeah. You're, you're a New York Giants fan. Oh, New York Giants. There's I've blue. got the the Yankees got the blue in there. I Do uh, they? I like blue. Yeah. The stripes are blue. Are they really? Navy blue, yeah. I thought they were black. No. The White Sox, black pinstripes. That's the difference. (laughs) (laughs) Well. Yeah. (laughs) And that's why the White Sox don't win. Yeah. And the Yankees do. But they're going to get Machado. Who is? The White White Sox? Sox? I don't want him. Would you want him? 
I'm not exactly so Mr. Hustle. I think was his like yeah, line. But I don't grieve. Know. I will see. I we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if he hits home runs, yeah, he'll win a ring. He's a great batter. He's great defensively, do. but it's like, will he still be that great defensively? We'll see. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't want. He reminds me of like the Hispanic Roger Dorn. Yeah, from mm-hmm. made. Uh, not major league. Yeah, major league. Yeah, it's major league. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I think it's none of that old lady bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> great movie. <laughs> great movie. Uh, cool. Uh, what's your number one goal? Oh, man. You know, I, I've heard all these questions and I feel at the same time so unprepared. I didn't really <laughs> actually, I should have in the moment been like, this is what it is. Yeah. Um, my number one goal is happiness. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. I just, here's the thing. Yeah. Here's the here's the rub of it all is that I when we went out when with with Jash and for that matter Maker Studios, and you'd go and you raise money and you have to meet with all these people that like have a bunch of money that you're like please give us money, <laughs> and um, it's a terrible experience in a lot of ways. But yeah. what was cool about it is that you got to see like the through lines and all these people that were super successful and wealthy and all this stuff without having to read like, you know the like pay attention to like Gary Vaynerchuk or <laughs> people that are like <laughs> inspirational speakers. Right. Um, and that was the one thing that I noticed is like money doesn't make people happy. It's like you saw these people that were like had so much success and had done so much in their life um, or for that matter had like, you know, been born into money and none of them. And they're all miserable. Yeah, a lot of them are yeah. miserable. Like you, a lot of them are like that's it's they're they're kind of cursed in that way that I think that they'd probably be miserable people either way and that like they're sure. not, you know, sure. they – can't be happy they're just like they're they always need more they always need some other thing and i feel like when you have kids especially it illuminates this whole other side for you of like you you get so caught up as you're coming into a career and as you're getting older as to like i need to make money and i need to like be able to buy a house and i need to be able to keep up with the joneses in all these different ways right and then you go and you see your kids compared to the people that are doing that. So I'd go, be out like raising money and then I'd come home and like we're talking about cheesy butthole. And it's like <laughs> the f- funnest thing in the world and it costs yeah. no money ever. Right. And so like that's my number one goal for sure is just like I want to I want to be happy myself, which I, I feel like I am. Um, but then I also I want everyone that I'm around to be happy. Right. And that's like I I. My kids for sure, but then like friends and family and, right. and, you know, my, for that, anybody that you come across, it's like, if you have the ability to give them that in any way, shape or form, it's like the best gift ever. For sure. <clears throat> like when you, so when you say happiness, that there's obviously a lot of facets that go into that. Like what does happiness look like to you professionally? Um, professionally it is, um, there's definitely like a factor of like your worth within that. But that aside, I would say I want to create things that last and that's it's a it's i'm a period in my career where i've been kind of beholden a little bit to the dollar figure to be able to support my family and and do all that kind of stuff and i've been in like the maker situation kind of very naturally led into the jash situation which very naturally has kind of led into this group nine um situation for me but i really i want to make movies at some point in my life right um i you know as a producer I was given advice actually by Daniel Kelson at one point where, you know, he basically said like the comedians are the funny ones, you know, where like, don't try. And if you are a good producer, you're not necessarily the one who's like telling them how they should do their joke. I think it's different. And for people like a Dave McCary, where it's like they have that natural sensibility right. and they can do it. And that's just kind of been a part of their process from the beginning. Right. I don't necessarily consider myself 
comedian, um, but I do, I've seen enough now and produced enough to know how things will turn out and what, how to put people in a room together. And right. that's where I find like my strengths lie. And so like, I, I haven't yet gotten to do that solo. I've done that a lot of that with other people. Right. And so now I think that that's like my goal professionally to, as far as like happiness will be like when I feel like I am creating something that I'm proud of. Yeah. Not necessarily meaning like it's my story all the way through and through and I'm the writer, director, art or, you know, actor, right. whatever, as much as like I'm bringing something into the world that wouldn't otherwise exist that gives people happiness like that. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah. The, I watched, um, Real Steel last night. You watch Real Steel I've not ever? Seen Real Steel. Okay, you got to watch Real Steel. Okay, because Real yeah. Steel is a, is We're a, is a hidden gem. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we'll um, it is. I think it's a Steven Spielberg movie, but it's like Hugh Jackman and it's like robot fighting. It's that's my happiness. It's great, yeah. <laughs> but it's it's so dumb and like you know, it's it's you put it on and everybody sits down and watches it and it's like a family friendly movie that like makes you happy at the same time and is not like you know crazy wacky to the point where it's like this isn't yeah. no way to put actual thought into this like somebody sat down and really like put thought into the movie and that's I think it's a Spielberg movie because it's kind of emblematic of that guy right it's like right. he makes all these movies that stick with you uh, what's it called it was the other one Rea uh, Ready Player One you just made right uh -huh. it's like that's the same kind of thing like didn't get necessarily like crazy critical acclaim but like makes people happy it sticks with you after the fact and you know there's a little bit of like childhood um, yeah, nostalgia. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. There too. And obviously, yeah. I mean, in that world, you're also get to flex your creative muscles. Yeah, which is just fun. Yeah, yeah. That's cool, man. And you get to bring in people that like to make stuff and like help them yeah. out by giving them. Work and I look and at it like when you're. I feel like when you're producing like that. I, I mean, I my mind always goes to like um, sports parallels, and I always imagine like I always think the most successful teams are like as an owner who hires people who like and allows them to do their thing. Yep. As opposed to like getting like I feel like the teams that aren't successful are the teams totally. where their owners like involved in everything. Mm -hmm. It's like hiring the best people because you've you know them, you've done your research, you trust them, knowing who works well together, putting them in a room and just being like, okay, yeah. As a go as a Nick, diehard Knicks or uh, uh, New York fan, I can tell you yeah. that like it's tale of two. Yeah, you know? exactly. You watch Dolan and Dolan right. with the uh, the Knicks and the Rangers. It's right. like. God, out of the way. <laughs> Please stop. Yeah, yeah. There's Steinbrenner's. It's like, i am just got money for you. And like, win. Right, right. Money and win. That's yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, I want to dive into all of my teams that let me down, but I won't. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 all right, so great number one goal. Oh. Now I'm thinking about how USC sucked this year. Okay, uh, your favorite vacation place. Favorite? So I... Um, this has been a, a later in life realization for me. Go. And um, I'm going to go just camping. Our bus, Gus. What? Our bus, Gus. Our bus, our bus, Gus. Yeah. Yeah, yeah our bus, Gus. <laughs> yeah, I follow totally. bus, Gus. I, uh, I all <laughs> growing up, like I when we were vacationing as kids, we always came to California because that was where my grandmother was. And that was for my dad, like where his happiness was. Is like he d definitely gets affected by weather. We were in New York. It was right. fucking gray every day right and so every vacation we had was like somewhere sunny and like get away from it and right. then i got to live in that vacation place in california it's like amazing right but then realized that like i don't like going to a beach somewhere and just like sitting down and drinking like it's not my cup yeah. of tea like i right, can right. do it and i love it and it's definitely fun but like my choice of like 
a vacation is definitely very active at this point. Yeah. Not active to the point of like we're hiking and doing crazy, you know, like repelling down cliffs, but like I like to be with my family or like if I, there's something that I can like be tinkering with or like building, I really enjoy that. Yeah. But yeah, that was the 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 impetus for building a school bus that I now take <laughs> so on vacations. Kids, it's like I feel like it was like every kid's dream. Oh yeah. Like you're living like I remember seeing like little buses or whatever school buses drive by and being like or like being gonna be so sick to just own it. Yeah. <laughs> you guys have it like re- refurbished the whole inside and yeah. put in beds and like Yeah. It's been uh, You can follow it on Instagram on our bus Gus. Yeah. <laughs> Get in there, check it out. <laughs> it's so tight. That's my favorite thing. I live vicariously oh, through you on that one. Cause I think I'm I'm with you on that. Like yeah. I love camping, I love the outdoors and that like that just looks like a family dream. It's the best. And it'll be a family nightmare when the kids oh. get older. And, like, you're, again, you're going to do what my dad did because it sounds you're still, like you're similar. And he's going to, like, what does that mean? Hey, all right. Oh, the tides have turned. But you're like my dad, and that you're going to, like, do these trips, like, one year too late. Oh, yeah. And the kids are going to, like, be fighting, and, like, you're, like, ever going to be stuck in this little bus, and you're going to be sitting there and be like, we're going camping and that's all there is to it like sit down you know yep. like it'll be great i love it well this is already tara my wife like hates <laughs> hates, <laughs> hates gus the bus she hates gus? She, here's the thing is that she deep down loves it i right. know that she does right because she had she did a lot of similar shows with her uh her family when they were growing up but like the bus itself is a disaster <laughs> don't get me wrong make no mistake <laughs> this thing we drove to oregon and this is where this oh, is how poorly I I, uh, I I plan things sometimes. And in my mind, I was like, it's all for the adventure. Like this is all part of it, <laughs> which is just lazy. It was just pure laziness. <laughs> so we we were going up to Oregon. Is how this whole thing came about. We were going up to Oregon, and her sister bought an RV. And so I knew immediately, like this is in my future. Like we're gonna they're gonna be taking RV trips. We're super close with their family, so we're gonna be going on. Uh, an RV trip sooner than later, and I'm either going to rent one or I'm going to buy one. And if you, I started to look at buying them. They're like seventy grand, and I was like, right. "Nope, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, sir." Yeah, and you rent when they're like five grand for a week, and right. so I was like, "Okay, what else can I do?" And I watched the movie Captain Fantastic that week, <laughs> which is about a guy who lives Viggo Mortensen, I think, is living in a school bus with his family, and Viggo's I was like, fault, huh? "That's it." <laughs> <laughs> and you hit up some guy at Craigslist who owned a bus who was like, "Really?" Yep. You want this thing? Exactly. And so I bought a bus for five grand off Craigslist. And I <laughs> literally, so uh, yeah, I guess what else? We went it? out there though, just to give you this too, because this is a recent development. Uh-huh. We went out there and we we bought the bus and, or we checked out the bus and I went with my father-in-law who's a mechanic who's Hector, brilliant, brilliant man. Right. Can fix everything, can spot a, can spot uh, a faulty uh, bus. You know, bus. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and he, we gave two stipulations. We we're like, hey, so the check engine light's on. The check engine light has to be off before we would buy it. And then it has to pass a smog inspection. Like we need right. to have the smog certificate so that we know that the, the, the bus will be fine. So <laughs> flash forward, we drive to Oregon. It breaks down three different times. A myriad of things go wrong with this bus. It ends up like, thank God my father-in-law is a, a, a mechanic because right. he's now like put so much time and love into this thing and figured out all the things that were wrong with it. Yeah. And I was like, the entire time I've been like, man, I can't believe they got the check engine light. How'd they get the smog? And so I had to go back in to do my smog about like uh, like two weeks ago. And they they were like, hey, your check engine light isn't coming on at all even when I start the car. And I was like, oh yeah, you're right. Like it should at least be lighting up a little bit. So I ended up taking apart the whole dashboard and um, opening up and like 
after what finding this thing that was essentially glued shut, like the dashboard was glued shut, uh-huh. peeled it open, and this dude <laughs> had just taken some electrical tape, wadded up electrical tape, and put it in front of and like so can, candy wrappers, <laughs> just blocking the thing. And then he got me some like bullshit like off the internet like smog certificate. And so for the last like I never should have bought this bus. <laughs> this bus is taking time yeah, bomb. Exactly. Did you ever hit up the guy and like what the fuck? I, so I think I'm gonna send him like uh like oh you, you know should. like just a, a bullshit like legal letter being like we're seeking multiple damages yeah, you the amount of like fifty thousand dollars yeah just scare the shit out of him exactly Why you not? should fuck that guy yeah that's wild yeah uh I love the bus guest though yeah yeah me before too. you get rid of it take me on a ride right? anytime anytime if we want we can go to a game in that thing Hell, now. oh my we god it's go. tailgate yeah oh know? buddy yeah it's got table in there we got. <laughs> I'm Get stoked. a sink. We we'll got a sink at some point. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Get a sink. It's solar powered now, dude. Yeah. I'm all about. I'm all about Gus. I'm baby. pro. I'm pro Gus. <laughs> um. All right. What's uh? What's your number two goal? Number two goal. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> um. My number two goal is to not have to work. Because yeah. and it's tied into the happiness thing. Yeah. Is that for like, sure. Right now, I'm still very much, as all of us are in our 30s, like in the mode of like, I've got to work because if not, like it's it's cool. I dream of the like, fuck you. I'm like going to just drive the bus around now. <laughs> um, but I still have to work. Yeah. I still need to feed my children and I still, you know, need to eat. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's true. Um, but that I am trying to f- I'm I'm going to figure it out. Yeah, <laughs> that's you will. Number two goal. You will. You will. <laughs> Only work because you have to. No, opposite. Only work because you want to. Yes. There you go. Yeah. There you go. I'm listening. Uh, all right. What's uh, your favorite weird person? See, I this is I've been influenced by by Moon Man and that Michael Jackson was a great answer. That was a that's a great very answer, strong. But I can't answer. give the same answer that he very strong. Gave. I mean, if it's your truth, you know. Um. I mean, such a weird person. He is. I I really my favorite weird person. I I would I would say runner new new entrant into the Mickey's uh-huh. weird people list is um Super Dave. Super Dave. Super Dave. Remind me of Super Dave. Super Dave um just died was on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh yes. As, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. 100%. Um I Dude, he's he's amazing. He's so funny. He's so funny oh. and I uh I have only recently Hey Larry. Yeah. I just love his fucking voice. <laughs> it's so good. But you go go back and watch some of the Super Dave bits on Letterman on on Kimmel and he we had him as a guest on Norm when we uh right. our first episode of Norm McDonald Live. Norm also I'd say is another entrant into the like yeah. One of my favorite weird people. Yeah. Comedians in general are weird. Yeah. Like for that's sure. that's what makes them for sure. interesting. Yeah. Um but yeah, Super Dave as of late has he, I just I didn't know a lot of what he had done. Yeah. And so like that's what, you know, the the blessing and the curse of a of a death is that like all the work starts to get surfaced and right. same kind of thing as before. It's like right. you watch this like the masses be like, "Oh my god, all this stuff and I love this. This is amazing." And then it's like, "There's no more." <laughs> uh. <laughs> Should have appreciated him. Yeah, yeah. He, he was one of those guys that like I'll rewatch some. Like once he became, once I he was on my when I saw under. <clears throat> Yeah. Uh, once I understood who he was and like became a fan, then I started would rewatch things mm-hmm. and you'd realize how many like shows he's been in. Yeah. Like he's in Arrested Development. He's mm-hmm. like the, <laughs> what's, 
guy who's a what's it called for uh I know George Bluth when about, he's but... he's like has to speak for him because he's like George Bluth is in home arrest. Yep. <laughs> so he just repeats the words that George is saying. <laughs> he's got like a camera on him. <laughs> that's so good. There's so many good that but that's you know, I mean again, like that's I, I, I feel I feel so lucky to have found comedy. Like I never really sought comedy growing up like i love i watched snl religiously and right. like i i gra- naturally gravitated to all these shows that are you know shared interests with now all the people that i know that exist and live and work and breathe in comedy but uh yeah josh was was such a blessing in that way of like i got to do so many cool things with so many amazing different comedians and understand all their different outlooks on how they created stuff and what they would do and you just they're all super weirdos yeah and that's like the part of it beautiful thing yeah it's part yeah, of it yeah like any comedian worth his weight you yeah know? exactly <laughs> worth brent, weight. brent weinbach's another one too he's one of my favorite weirdos brent, brent weinbach. weinbach oh yeah yeah gangster party line watch <laughs> gangster party line guys brilliant all right i like that uh favorite book hmm I again should have prepped, <laughs> dude. No, there's also like it, it. It's also like this realization of no one because everyone I've I've interviewed so far is pretty much my generation, my yeah. my my year, and like we don't read anymore. No, no. <laughs> people don't read. I just, at least from my from this world. I don't know. If, like maybe another walks yeah. of life. I'm sure there are people who are religiously, but. I tried to. What's my dad read, read like a book a day. Like he really? was like, yeah, he was yep. a, a fanatic reader. And same thing with my brother. My brother reads a lot, mm-hmm. and so I always felt super guilty for not reading. I'm in that world, you know. Yeah. Like they would talk about this book, or like you should read this thing. And I'd be like, I will. Yeah. I promise. Yeah. And I'd like it's sit on my bedstand and be like, yeah. oh, come on, yeah. Mickey, do it. <laughs> <laughs> read it. You know you can. Um, but that, yeah, I don't know. I. I really, I just, I've tried to read books now to, I love biographies a lot, just I like learning about what happened and why for other people and right. how they found their thing. Michael J. Fox's biography was really good, it's super short, so I read well, he's, that. He's still going, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's still, autobiography, autobiography, that was, that was my um, and I then hope, I read. I hope I'm, in that case he left the last like sixty pages blank. <laughs> <laughs> to be continued. Because I love that man. Um, I'm trying to think of what I did. I've read some books. They're in there. Yeah. Catching the Rye. Good I don't know. Moons. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite uh, book that you read to your kids? Um, this is assuming that I read to my kids. <laughs> no, your... I'm just kidding. <laughs> I do. Huh. I do. He has to read all the time. He has. Uh, he gets a half hour of iPad time for reading. Sure. So we have. There you go. Read many a book. There you go. Um, anything Dr. Seuss is just like yeah. as a parent to read Dr. Seuss is like. It's fun for you too. Yeah, yeah, it's You're incredible. Little, and then there's a, a huge nostalgia factor too. The, I don't remember the name of it, but the kid with the, the purple crayon. That maybe that is the name of it. That yeah. one's always super. Yeah, fun. yeah, yeah. I was re- listening to I think it was maybe a stuff you should know podcast. It was about Dr. Seuss, and they were saying that he developed his kind of cadence da, 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 mm-hmm. from being on a navy boat, and like there was some like clanking happening. Like, no way. Like in the rigging of the ship, and it was and he started writing to that beat. Uh, oh boat. man, and that's, that's so what cool! Created the his whole cadence. I love shit like that. God, isn't that fucking cool? Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Yeah, biographies kick ass. That's your answer, biographies. Yeah, sometimes. biographies. Some purple crayon bios. <laughs> <laughs> uh, favorite friend? Oh, favorite friend. I have to say my boys, my two, yeah. my two little dudes. I I have. Uh, I mean, you're a great friend. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, nah, it's cool, man. <laughs> no, your, your kids. Yeah, they wrote a movie with you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they took you up to their cabin in town, huh? Yeah. Touch cool. fly fishing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. <laughs> nah, they deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I have. No, I, I feel one. very like I have a lot of great friends too. I. I. This is. Uh, I, I, think I, I think that's a wonderful answer. Yeah, I know, but yeah. I feel like you have to justify it. No. I have a lot of friends. I feel like if other friends listen to this too, it's like, I love I know, this you. Qu- this question is like horrible. Yeah. <laughs> it's like definitely intended to stay between a dad yeah, and like a son at breakfast. You know? This is definitely not like a podcast question. I definitely toy with like just completely deleting it. No, but it's great. Exactly. It's I kind of like watching people squirm. Yeah, so it's the <laughs> beauty in it. No, my point, this is like, you know, I... I I probably lean too hard into my friendship with them at this point to the point where when they're older <laughs> I'm going like, to be just they're your crushed. best friend you are not their best yeah. friend <laughs> no I literally I ask them all the time I'm like so who's your best friend <laughs> they're like Tristan I'm like what about daddy <laughs> uh, it's over it is it <laughs> you is. had a good run yeah I ask I ask Knox always I'm like buddy am I your best I like lead the lead the witness I'm like yeah. am I your best friend and he's like yeah daddy and I'm like okay like forever did you mean it <laughs> <laughs> He's like, am I always gonna be your best friend? It's like, yeah, Daddy, you're insecure. No, I'm just kidding. Just say that, but that's amazing. Yeah, my my girlfriend's uh, dad, he's a grandpa now, and like the littlest one, he always started this thing. He'd just go, "Hey, Remy, who's the best? Who's the best?" And then he'd mouth. Yeah, <laughs> and then it could be grandpa. Grandpa's the best. Grandpa's and he like got this kid trained so hard that he's like, so he'll just be Remy. Who's the best? Who's the best? Goes, grandpa, Grandpa. That's awesome. <laughs> so yeah. good. Um, <laughs> uh, favorite girlfriend? Ooh. Ooh, I have to say my wife. If you don't, yeah, I'd be I'd be a dead man. <laughs> <laughs> That's not, I don't want to die as a result. And of it's this not because you have to. She is. Yes, she mm-hmm. is. Yeah. No, my beautiful uh, wife, Tara. Tara. Tara's She's a gem. I miss Tara. I haven't seen Tara in years. No one has. And you know <laughs> what? And here's what <laughs> I feel. I feel like I'm generally good with people, mm-hmm. and that like after you know, good first impression, and usually people want me around. Mm-hmm. I feel like there were two or three times that I hung out at your guys's place before you had kids, and I feel like. I would come with a huge group and we'd be obnoxiously loud. And I feel like Tara like associates me. Like she, like I feel uh, like she didn't like me. No, just, she likes you. Does she? Like she yeah. I hope so, Tara, if you're listening. Yes. <laughs> so I was, just, I was oh, coming like, you guys are being yeah. loud and like, yeah. you guys gotta be quiet. And I'd be like, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but, uh, and I was always there and I was, I was like, oh God. Tara I is, hang out with Tara. Tara is a rule follower. That yeah. is, and this is a, and she is a rule follower and she is a very um, tight knit, like if you are in with Tara, it's like you're in. Yeah. But it is very, very hard to get in with Tara unless you're around her a lot. Right. If, if unless she knows that you are like a real person, a legit person. She oh. does, what she does not gravitate towards is the like the bullshit, the fake, the phonies, and right. for that matter, the people that are just like bad, you know, influence type. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that for me, as someone who is a, vi- I'm an extrovert. I love people. I am a very social person. Was at the very beginning of a relationship super hard because. I'd bring home people and be yeah. like, hey, it's a party. And she'd be like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. It was also like, the thing is she was like 100% right because you guys were like living in a community, like and like had a house on a oh, quiet yeah. street. Yeah. And we were like in the garage, like putting on your hockey gear, <laughs> like playing beer pong yeah. and just screaming at each other at yep. two in the morning. So it was yep. like, no, she was 100% right. Yes, and 100%. that's why I'd be like, 
oh no, she hits. She doesn't like me. Yep. It's taken me a while to get to that point of realizing, <laughs> like, no, she's she's just right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the whole time she's like, yeah, I know. Yep. Um, okay, what's your uh, favorite TV show? Non-cartoon, Mickey. Non-cartoon. Non favorite? Oh uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> is this of all time, sure. or is this is like right nowish? Whatever you, whatever. Yeah, I'll say all time. All time, I am. Uh, I love me some Cheers. Yes, I love. Uh, I mean, Seinfeld still yep. resonates. Um, yeah, I'm not. What's weird is I'm not watching a lot of TV right now. I watch a lot of movies, and so I feel like I'm missing it. There's a golden era of of TV happening where you just have like. So much stuff. What's lovely is it's always going to be there. For yeah, you to that's kind of how I think about it. Have you it. done like Breaking Bad? Have you done like the big ones, like the Mount Rushmore? I, so the... I watched season one of Breaking Bad, and I worked on Breaking Bad, and I what? still have not binged it. I know that I should. I enjoyed it. Everything I watched, I enjoyed. When the fuck did you work on Breaking Bad? I don't know. I'm telling you, <laughs> little small, <laughs> Wait, small acting job or what? No, well both. So this was. Uh, this is actually. <laughs> this is a. This oh, is actually a perfect story. We're this is a pause perfect on the yellow pod <laughs> to Go. tell because this is a thematic one at the end of the day, and I'll, you'll Ooh. understand why at the very end of the story. So I we at Drama Three Four were contracted to make um, Breaking Bad webisodes, and so we made these Breaking Bad webisodes that were like short little like side narratives from the story, but they had every major character was had their own little offshoot episode really yeah super cool thing to be contracted to do um and so we were making this whole thing and um jesse pinkerton uh the character was in this one where we were going to be making a music video for his band twat hammer and of course so we are you know getting set up we're going to do the whole thing we have our whole like read through the night before and aaron paul gets super sick and so he can't shoot the next day. Everybody's set up to shoot. And they're like, well, listen, we can shoot his parts afterwards. The only part that we can't shoot is that we need him in the music video part. Um, does anybody play drums? And I was like, well, I, I play drums. And they're like, you look just like him. You'll be fine. Right. So I get suddenly thrown into being like on camera for this music video thing. And um, Coolest day of my life, right? Yeah, Vince yeah. Gilligan is basically pulled aside and he wants to just do stop motion of the, the band. And so it's like he's making now this fake music video with um, Badger from the show. Right, right, and, right. Um, it's like four of us hanging out. So I'm just hanging out with Vince Gilligan <laughs> all day. So flash forward about halfway through the day, I come down with what Aaron Paul had. And it is like the type of illness that is just – like I, my entire body feels like it's gonna explode out of every possible possible orifice. <laughs> yeah, <Pashabo. Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> every possible. <laughs> so, I go in to go find the bathroom, and we were on a lower budget, and so we were shooting at uh, I think it was actually David's brother's house. And oh God, he's, I praise he's gonna listen to this. And so this, <laughs> is a, this is a confession of sorts too. <laughs> He the bathroom is in the middle of the house, and so everybody from the crew and the cast is like in the house right around this bathroom. And there's a line, and I'd like I'm, as is I'm going to go into this bathroom and just like annihilate this bathroom. <laughs> and everybody in the crew is going to yeah. be like, "Why would you have done that? We're shooting right <laughs> next to this." And so I, in a moment of panic, run outside, try to go to the stores next door. There's no stores that are open or that have bathrooms. And so I run back. Everybody's like, "Hey, make it!" I'm like, "Hey, how's it going?" And I like jump around the corner. <laughs> Find a like the open area and shit my pants. 
Oh, yes. My. This is my shit the pants story. Oh <laughs> like conscious choice or just like you just had like it was just was happening. It was happening. It was I mean it was like both conscious and unconscious. So like, what did you do after you you I had what? this is I I had done it. I had there was a bucket that was in this little like it was like a little alcove thing that was like a, a shed or something like that. Went in there, shat in this bucket and then wiped using my underwear. <laughs> Too much detail. It was way too much detail. And then found, basically, like, took the bucket off set when, like, everybody was, like, in the middle of lunch or something like that. Everybody was, everybody, I was, like, walked away and then, like, found a dumpster and, like, heaved this bucket into a dumpster. Oh, And my then went back. God. And had to finish the day shooting, too. And no one, when everyone was none the wiser? Never except was, you must I mean, white as a ghost. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure that oh somebody knew, God. but... Yeah, it's a. Uh, That's also it's a secret. I'll take to my grave. Anyone who knew. never telling anybody that one. <laughs> oh, Mickey, <laughs> we have been recording for an hour. Shit. <laughs> but now Man. I feel like I'm adding to your shit stories. Yeah, let's on this podcast. I guess that's what this is now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> wow, that's nuts. The brown pod session. <laughs> that's fucking crazy. Yep. Um. Well, so that was your favorite TV show. <laughs> <laughs> so uh what are you not doing that you wish you were um i mean currently hanging out with my boys that's it's like if i yeah. could do anything in my life that's the thing that i would do yeah um uh yeah that there's uh i'm gonna give this will be my, my follow up the shit story with a, a douchey story good yeah keep going um <laughs> we uh was on this list thing and then um we as part of it you had this dinner with ashton kutcher and it was uh very weird, like forced moment, but someone asked him, um, you know, what is the one thing that has changed for you in being a parent, but also being an entrepreneur? Because a guy invests a lot um, right. and has taken that path in his life and then had a kid after the fact. And he, his answer is one this thing that's always basically stuck with me. So I feel like I have to give him the credit for it is um, when you have a kid. The thing that changes is that all you want to do is spend time with your kid. And so everything right. else becomes taking away that time. And so you right. cut out a lot of bullshit that you're like, I don't really want to do this because I, I really would rather spend time with my, my, my kids. Yeah. And instead it prioritizes everything for you where you're like, okay, I, this is a thing I really want to do. It's worth not being with the kids because I have to do this. Thing. Right. Like and this podcast. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, listen, that's, you know, I, any excuse that I can to be with them, I, obviously it's like, I have to yeah. make a living and work and do other stuff, but, um, that, that's the thing. I would well, good on you because you know what? Not everyone feels that way. You know? know. So you're a good dad, man. I don't get that though. I don't yeah. They're the best thing. They just soak up everything you do. They just want to be your, your buddies and they just want to have fun and talk about cheesy butthole. And you're Knox's best friend for the rest of his life. He promised. He yeah. promised. He promised and i've got it on video <laughs> so i'll show it to him yeah you'll take him to court yep uh what's your favorite food um i'm gonna i have to say ice cream ice cream and brownies is my uh i i'll carry that to my grave yeah i have i never was i never was a like a foodie and since working with thrillist i have become i appreciate food a lot more now right. and so I, there's definitely the like base city sandwich it's it uh in Santa Monica, the godmother. Yeah, I think they have a mother God, and a father. Yeah, mother and a father. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, is an amazing sandwich, but like nothing tops ice cream. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Uh, what's your favorite movie? Sandlot. Oh. Can't go wrong. 
There's nothing soundproof about these curtains. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sandlot uh, is like, and this is- It's so classic. Best thing, by the way, about being a movie lover and having children is exposing them to all these movies. Oh, yeah. Love. Like, we've, we've gone the full, because we're coming into baseball season now, so we've watched Rookie of the Year. We've watched, you know, The Angels in the Outfield. Sure. We've watched Sandlot. we sure. watched watched them all but Sandlot is the one that like I could watch that movie not old forever. enough for the natural yet no <laughs> so much. or major league <laughs> yeah yeah Bull Durham mm-hmm. some good ones there's some great ones baseball I think of all the movies like sports movies baseball yeah I think baseball is king oh it definitely is because you can definitely make it look good like I look can't good. like I love like Hoosiers and all this stuff mm-hmm. like I love basketball but like it is such a pet peeve to watch like the star basketball player like dribble one handed like down the yep. and then like throw this chest pass of a shot and then it just cuts to the hoop and the ball swishing. Yeah, like I like I can't do no, that. Same. It's so upsetting. Hockey is the same way. Hockey, you can't fake being a good hockey yeah, player. Exactly. And so every time you watch a hockey movie, it's like either you're watching terrible actors who are great at hockey, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. or you're watching great actors who are just Emilio yeah, Estevez like, in D three yeah. or in Mighty Ducks. You're just like, <laughs> like he used to be a stud, huh? It's like this dude can barely skate. <laughs> He just throws a stick down and just yeah. tries not to fall. He's like holding onto the wall. Yeah. A, a quick another note on your Instagram. One of the favorite things I've ever seen is the video of your son. Um, like you're on one side of the glass and he just like is skating and then looks up and he just crashes face yeah. first into the glass <laughs> right by your camera. Little kid hockey. Is, Man, oh, it's, it's tough so, to beat. So comical. Yeah. It's so comical. So what's a uh, what's your favorite car? Um, I loved. I had a Jeep in high school. That was like it was like ninety four maybe maybe less lower than that but it was uh, I could and not I could I just did run over everything like <laughs> I lived in the East Coast and so that was like our thing to do when we were shithead teenagers was like let's not get chemically imbalanced. Right, and then go uh, just drive over stuff. Right over the things. Yes, <laughs> and it wasn't like cool. Sh- it was like we're going bouldering. It was like let's drive through this parking lot and like not stop. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> see what that does. And if you survive it, you'll be a dad one day and you'll procreate. <laughs> yep. And if you don't, then Darwinism. Yep. <laughs> uh, nice. What are you doing? What are you doing that you wish you weren't in life? I mean, working. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, what am I doing that I wish I wasn't in life? Checking my phone. Yeah. That's a thing that I like, you know, we, we're in this weird generation where we didn't have that as kids and didn't either learn how to moderate it or get even more addicted than we are that I like, I had to, and I was conscious of this when, when this whole thing was happening, this has been like the major, I would say downside to, um, to working in the internet is that like I had to learn the internet and I had to understand right. how Facebook works and how YouTube worked and how Twitter and, and there's a new app and okay and now I need to download that and like it's to my financial interests to like understand all of these things yeah and they're poison I mean they really are there's yeah. some there's definitely some good and like the internet as a whole is like it's changed society globally oh, it is like irreversible. share of information yeah, yeah, yeah. and like the world will forever be in many ways for the better for this whole thing happening. Right. But it is, it is addicting and it has been, you know, designed as such to have this Pavlovian response where your phone goes off or like a thing. I mean, the, our or phones have gone off phone. like 10 times yeah, just yeah. here. And then once you open it up, you just go into a world that you forget about everything else. And yeah. you're suddenly like checking your email and then you're on Instagram, you're on Twitter, you're doing whatever the fuck you're doing. Right. And, 
suddenly time has gone by. And this it's it's been made more aware for me as I like my kids have gotten older where they're like, Dad, get off your phone. Yeah. And that's like, oh, that's, I never that's, hear that. that's a that's nice to hear because one thing that I worry about is that we are the last generation of people who remember what it was like before yeah. and therefore have a drive to be like, put down the phone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like kids are growing up glued to their devices yeah. and parents like give kids devices so that they don't have to deal with their kids for it's a little so bit. much easier and the, and so like like i feel like those kids grow up they yeah. won't have that there'll be no association with not having it yeah so like there's people do you know tommy sobel uh sounds super he's familiar. a guy i should get on here but he he was he did he was working in the movie business and stuff and was like an assistant to steven spielberg and was doing going down that path and then he just started a company called either brick or the brick or something but it's literally the whole premise is like setting up events where like you go and you turn off your phone yeah and that's the whole thing is like getting your fa- getting out of there mm-hmm. going camping going that's whatever it's huge social that's, things i think why, your phone I, why is i say camping gone. now too is like i think yeah. that camping for me is like <clears throat> go back to the thing that you love yeah. when i grew up in middle of New York and you could just go exploring in the backyard yeah. and that was it. Like you don't do that in LA as much because there's stimulus everywhere and you can keep doing that and everybody else is on their phone. So it's kind of like, okay for you to then also just be on your phone. Yeah. And yeah, if I could uh, not do that, that would make my life, I think exponentially better. The only, like the, the other rub is like, I really like taking pictures and documenting right. my kids and I don't have to carry around a camera. And right, like having your phone carry on my camera, take a picture, and then I'm like, awesome. What else is on here? You know? <laughs> yeah. like, oh, like, oh, the yeah. Yankees are trading for yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, um, that's one. It's one of the reasons I love my cabin. The one, it's yeah, just because it has no internet, it has no TV, and it's like for me and my my brothers, and my family as a whole, we're like it's sacred, yeah, and it's precious, and like we are, we don't want. No internet up there. I mean, internet will come eventually. The mm-hmm. like, you know, it'll be there. I but like, setting I feel up. like it's getting. It, the, my hope is it's going to get more regulated, right? It's like now at least you get these things now that are like your phone activity and like your screen time is down this percentage this week or whatever. Right. And so I hope and I think that it will get more regulated. But then there's also like virtual reality where we've just decided like let's just strap it to our face now. <laughs> 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 you know, it's like and like I want it. Yeah. Like when I see the things of people like in two different places watching a basketball game f- next to your friend's avatar yeah. and you're on the sideline and like, hey, let's go sit behind the basket, click a button and you're sitting right there. Like, yep. yeah, I want to, I want that. I always want that. Yes. Like, it's cool. Don't get me wrong. It's dope. <laughs> like everything in that world is like, you can go anywhere. You I can go like anywhere. You can learn anything. All you can like do. the people who run the world right now are just listening to this, and being like, "Yeah." <laughs> it's like we started off hating it, and now we're like, "And then we can do this." Yeah, like we've, <laughs> we've literally subconsciously talked ourselves. Our addiction has talked us right into loving it. Yep. Actually, you want to check your phones real quick? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you want to check it? Oh, what? I got text. No, uh, I got to text him back. Oh, I'm yeah. sick. Uh, <laughs> uh, what's your favorite sport to play? Um. That's a tough one. I would say I love playing baseball. Okay. But baseball is a very hard sport to play as you're older because baseball games don't really exist that often. Right. And it's also not – it doesn't justify the uh, stay in shape angle. You know? Right. Like if you're going to yes. take some time out and you're going to like – for me at this point, like I'm going to leave my family and like go do a thing. Like you've got to be killing like four birds with one yeah. stone. <laughs> you know? yeah, 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 yeah. Like hockey, I can go – play i get a shitload of cardio in i can go drink afterwards and at the same time i get to play sports and get yeah, to yeah. scratch that itch 
so I I would say hockey is the one that I you know I do play the most. Um, but now that I'm uh, coaching a lot, I still get to play the other ones, which is my own way of scratching that itch. Baseball, I love baseball. You can only really play softball, you know, yeah. when you get older. But yeah. um, I would love to face a ninety mile an hour fastball just to see if I can hit it. You know, <laughs> like <laughs> be sick. I mean, any fast pitch league. I don't know if they've guys doing that, bringing that kind of heat. But maybe, hey, they do. listen, maybe, maybe LA, they do, man, has yeah. got some talent. That's, that's <laughs> true. All the captain of the football team who wants to be an actor. Exactly. Every year, a new set of prom queens. That's the right. kings. That's right. LA. Good God, this place is weird. Um, what's your favorite country other than the U.S. of A? Uh, I really, I, uh, I love Canada. I don't like the cold of Canada. But sure. I like going, like I went to Vancouver recently and that was like, for me, my, it was like, it's like a city in the middle of the outdoors. Yeah. That I've heard really Vancouver's cool. amazing. Um, people wise, I really liked Finland. I went to mm. Finland, I had to speak there once and that was like, I, I, w- I don't know that I would actively like, that's where I'm going to plan my vacation and go right. there. But, um, I've also not been that many to that many countries. Right. I want to go to, um, uh, you guys were talking about Italy before. I wanted yeah. to Italy. Yeah, Italy, that's, Barcelona, that's on the list. that area. And like I was, I, think, I don't remember when I was saying this. I don't know, forgive me if it was an earlier episode, but um, the number of people who have, like everyone has said Italy, and like it wasn't far down my bucket list of yep. places to travel, but it's like just gone to the top. Yeah. like if everyone loves it this much, it's got to be the place to be. Everybody says it. I mean, Everybody. like that's like, yeah, Italy is uh, Italy is definitely on the like, I would like to go to there. Yeah. But um, yeah. Well, figure it out. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite restaurant? Right now, it's a spot North Italia in El Segundo. Really like Italian food. Okay, and Italian food in LA is a, a rarity. Yeah, there's not many a good spot. Yeah, and North Italia is 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 a jam. Um, oh man, all time though, I don't know. I just went to this place. Um, I had to go to Vegas for work and that uh, we had like part as like it was like a work dinner thing um where i had to talk to a credit card company that shall remain unnamed Mm -hmm, and like mm -hmm. the conversation was the worst i've ever had in my life it was like (laughs) i got somehow partnered with the like product manager and it was like we're trying to like sell them and come do business with us right and i don't like nothing I could say would be like this guy has no decision making power, <laughs> right? <laughs> right, right, right? And so he's just talking about products that I did not understand. It's right. <laughs> like, oh yeah, I'm totally. It's like two more hours to go. Okay. <laughs> and but the food was like my saving grace. Is it was uh, this place called Black Sheep? Uh-huh. And it was like way off the strip, so it wasn't like you know all Vegas out. And it was just like genuinely delicious food. And so that comes to mind right as you say it, but. <laughs> There's probably another spot on this. <laughs> and actually, <laughs> I'm gonna I take all of it back. Oh, Sorry, okay. take all of it back. Got to. Altieri's. Altieri's is my favorite restaurant. What it is, is a pizza place in Clinton, New York, the town that I grew up in. Uh-huh. That is family run- owned and operated, and it has the best pizza in the world. And I, it's a bold claim for me because I that love is. pizza. It's, I eat pizza at least twice a week. I'd say once, twice a week. And Altieri's is uh, it's owned by this guy now, Fran Altieri, and the Altieri family. But um, it's amazing. The food yeah. is amazing. That's tight. Um, favorite time of day? Um, this is my nightmare, but I'm gonna say morning. Yeah, I never liked mornings. Having kids, like if I can wake up in the morning, that is. Uh, you got your whole day ahead of you. You can get a bunch of stuff done, but at the same time, like you're kind of, it's like calm before the storm. You're not stressed out. 
I love sunsets, but like sunsets for me are always also like, oh, work's coming tomorrow. I gotta <laughs> do a bunch of shit. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'd say probably mornings. Mornings get yeah. getting a lot of love on this show. Yeah, it is. I I never was a morning person. Yeah. Like, I think naturally I would not be, but like. If you can wake up in the morning, rested, yeah, it's good to go. The best, yeah, I'm sure. And yeah, it's kind of the calm before the storm. Yeah, where, where work's happening, you're already in there, like mentally, it's happening, and like yeah. you're just having coffee, like okay, yeah, just get it, just doing it. Um, oh, you're gonna love this one. I know it. What's your favorite ice cream flavor? Oh, you knew it. <laughs> you knew it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I would say Thai. I'm gonna go Thai between. Oh mint shit! I thought that was a flavor. And yeah, Thai, <laughs> Thai? Thai ice cream. Oh man! Whoa. <laughs> um, chocolate and mint chip. Chocolate and mint chip. Yeah. Other two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mint chip is always my favorite. Chip. Yeah, it has to be green. Yeah, it has I to. Be. Like the white I, is like eh, it's like you feel like you're getting. Second it's not best. the same. I grew yeah. up my favorite when I and like if you look back at my yellow my yellow pad sessions with my dad from mm. when I was a little kid, they will all say green chocolate chip. Yep. Because that's they should. <laughs> the best. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm all yeah. pumped now. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm going to get some mint chip ice cream. Hell yeah, I'm going to get some mint chip. <laughs> or straight up chocolate. Chocolate is you like- You got to have a pure- Yeah. Like I love strawberry. I yeah. always love strawberry. Mm-hmm. But 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 if, you, if I'm looking at a thing of green chocolate chip and strawberry, I mean, mm-hmm. you got to go green chocolate chip. Never was a fan. Not not- I wasn't. I never sought vanilla. Would always eat vanilla, and yeah. then now my older age, vanilla is creeping up. Vanilla is like now. I'm like, wow, this is this is. I get it now. Yeah, <laughs> I, I got. I feel like oh, it was probably years ago, but I was like, someone brought. I ordered a milkshake. There was like Fred sixty twos or something, and I got mm-hmm. like a milkshake, and they brought me vanilla, and that's not what I ordered. And I was like, and I took a sip, and I was like, oh fuck, <laughs> fuck. this whole time. <laughs> you know what's crazy though is that. Like chocolate permeates everything. Chocolate is everywhere. Right. And so like the choices always were chocolate or vanilla. Right. Vanilla doesn't have that same permeation, right? It's like right, that no. vanilla is like you can't really recreate the flavor of vanilla ice cream That's true. elsewhere. Chocolate, you can kinda like taste chocolate wherever everywhere. chocolate yeah, is. For sure. You know? so, That's true. Thought. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Literally you should, you food should. for thought. <laughs> Well, you should do a uh, pod. Man, maybe I will. I just <laughs> talk about vanilla ice cream. <laughs> Whoa, very I cool, man. <laughs> uh, what did you want to be when you grew up? When you were a little Mickey driving over stuff? Athlete, totally. Yeah? Athlete all the way. What was your I wanted specific to be, sport? Was it hockey? I wanted to be a – I mean, there was definitely, I would say, two-way, you know, two-horse two race between hockey and baseball. Yeah. I played soccer, a, too, but soccer was, like, training for see, hockey. See, that's my man. Ho- you know? I played a lot of soccer growing up. Soccer was a shit. Yeah. Soccer was dope. It just still is. And Dude, like, do you, coaching go, to, do you go to LAFC games? No, I've gone to Galaxy games. I haven't gone to LAFC yet, though. <laughs> oh, my. We're going. Yeah, I'm in. It I'm is, totally in. It was – it was crazy mm-hmm. the game I went to. It was like the energy was unbelievable. See, that's what you need. Galaxy games have very low energy, but they cost nothing. It's like six bucks, right. and you're like on the field, yeah. and they're like fanning you. you LAFC, know? they did like they did such a good job of like it's a small stadium, so there isn't a bad seat, yeah. and it's like they sent their part of their fan section for a year. They sent them to Germany mm-hmm. to like learn how they the fans do soccer in Europe. Really? And so they came and like their fan section at, at behind one of the goals is packed and it, they get there an hour before the game and they start singing, dancing, playing drums, waving flags and they go for about 30 minutes oh, after yeah, the I'm game. Sold. And it is non-stop. People, there's such a, there's such a, um, 
like so so few sports franchises prioritize the fan experience yeah. Yeah. in the stands. Well, yeah, especially because now it's like stuff like football. It's like they prioritize money. Yeah, totally. Like, to, just... I mean, the Rams games. Like I, I that first season went and tried to go to a bunch of games, and they were like. Half the time, you're like, this is miserable. Like, yeah. I'm super hot. Yeah. Impossible to get concessions, anything like yeah. that. And there's nothing in the in the fan section other than, like, there's cheerleaders, like, a mile away from me right yeah. now. <laughs> like, what yeah. is, you know. The Niners, I mean, one of my things I hate the most as a 49er fan was they closed down Candlestick Park, which was, like, yeah. kind of shitty. and But it was great because it was shitty. And, like, but you know, the, but the, it, the, yeah. new Nadi- the new Niners stadium is just, like, Oh, it's just like a big apple. Like there's nothing uh, about it as football. It's just like all sweets and money and it just nothing. Yeah, it's just like it's such a drag. So that's why LAFC is just like completely the opposite. Yeah. I love it. You know it. who else is what I just uh, – we I went to one a while ago but then went to one just last week is um, Vegas Golden Knights hockey game. Oh, dude, hockey's great too. Hockey's sure. great but like the Golden Knights because it's in Vegas. Yeah, it's that like, whole opening show and yeah, stuff. Yeah, they do cool. so much shit yeah. there now. It's like they have your slaying dragons. There's yeah. like a light <laughs> show. Awesome. Like, Why there wasn't sports in Vegas? will never make sense it's to me unbelievable because they're worried about gambling yeah i know break. yeah no seriously so that is funny. uh that is it that is an experience king's games are great too but that that was uh that was a good one sick well lafc starts in march so we're going i'm in dude i'm totally in. uh what's your favorite cartoon uh south park i'm, yeah, I'm a religious dude, south parker fucking genius they are they are and they just like i when they when the show first came out i i wasn't allowed to watch it or something it was like a high school or it was like it was on a channel I didn't get, or something, something happened right. where I didn't watch the first couple seasons. I watched them like through friends recording them and stuff like that. And then I worked on the Warner Brothers lot, uh, my first job out in LA. And so we got discounts. We had 70% off the DVDs in Warner Brothers. And yeah. so I got South Park DVDs and I just bought all of them. Yeah. And I watched that was i didn't have tv cable at the time and so i just sat and watched south park all day long and like once you get their sensibility and get that like tone of humor it is nothing cannot be said in that voice oh, that yeah. is, you know, <laughs> is, will not make me laugh they uh <laughs> yeah. they are their comedy is always the voice of reason which i love mm-hmm. where it's like they will like have some episode where they're just like clowning on you know the the uh, a republic a more conservative view yeah. and how it's full of shit and then as the liberal me or my friends are like yeah then they just turn around and just shit right on the liberal yeah, view of it too the and then they'll just say something that's like the mo- like more a reasonable response and you're like oh yeah and then everyone just kind of sits there like yeah yeah it was <laughs> you know? a, it was so a like, turd sandwich and, and giant douche giant douche yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was great yeah Randy I got on spirit. How about you? We are sandwiches made of poo. Yeah. Come on, South Park. <laughs> <laughs> so they all politely clap. Yep. It's perfect. It's, it's a it's brilliant. a great show. And they make so few of them. Those guys have such a great life too, where they just like they come in and they make the thing that they want to make. And, and they're they, just brilliant at it. I mean, then yeah. they go do Book of Mormon and it's like, of course. Yeah. You exactly. know, they're just they they're brilliant. Yep. Yep. Endless endless love. Uh favorite season? Fall. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. love me some fall. That's the one thing that I, I miss the most about the East. Is fall. Yeah, West Coast does not have that as much. You got it though up north. Yeah, right? I, would say, I would say like it's 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 just because we're in a, a desert. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it gets there is more so up north. Like there are just in the Bay Area there are, there are trees that turn. Yeah, it's still I don't think it's, it's certainly not as dramatic as like the Northeast or anything like that. But yeah. and I think the further up you get up the West Coast, you do. But then you start getting like rainforest climate, so it stays pretty green. But yeah, yeah. I'd say there's a little bit up north. Yeah, leaves turning. That's my jam. Yeah, nothing, nothing like the Northeast. No, October, like that central New York is. Uh, it's I mean, like, people it's real, travel like, there for it. Yeah, 
it's know? amazing. It's, it's a tourist attraction. Yeah. Yeah, I need to experience that. That's all, that's also on the bucket list. Do it. When is when it fall? Like I don't even know when it is. October. Go in October. Just October. Go in October. Well, going, I think I'm going to New York, November. So I guess it'll be dead by then. Nah, you can still catch a little. Tailing. Yeah, tailing. Just drive. Or up just go for like a month. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. There. <laughs> I can do that. Uh, type. Favorite hobby. Um, it's become now, again, like later, later in life, uh, thing is building things. Yeah. Which I did not know about myself. Yeah. But I, when I was in high school, my like summer job was I helped, uh, this guy, Rob Hamlin do construction contracting. So he would like build a Porsche or like, you know, put chains, take the wallpaper off, whatever it was. And so I got to learn all these like weird around the house things. And I never really used them, and I would like, you know, I'd live in an apartment, and something would break, and I'd be like, eh, fuck it, yeah, like, I, don't, <laughs> I don't need to fix that. Yeah. Um, and then, he, again, family time was like, you know, the boy, my boy, like all I ever wanted when I was a kid was a treehouse. Like they were getting to the age where I was like, oh, they can have a treehouse. And so yeah. then I built them a treehouse, and I built it way too high. <laughs> I built it like a solid like 15 feet in the you, air. You built it like Bart Bart Simpson. Yes, which is exactly. <laughs> way up there. Exactly. <laughs> And so they never used it. And so then I built another treehouse with a slide. And then just recently over this last like winter break, I built a middle treehouse that kind of like connects the two. Whoa. And has- They have a uh, three-story treehouse. Yes, they have a rope bridge that go. I mean, I just, it's gotten, and then like Gus the Bus too, same thing. Where yeah, it's like, sure. I just genuinely, it is, like I had time where I could have done absolutely nothing and fuck all. And that's what I chose to do. So yeah. I was like, I want to go build that dad thing. Dad of the year. I, you know, I'd like to say that it's because Dude, I if you're not their best the friend, year. then you're just. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to buy their love. <laughs> no, yeah. you're building their love. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, what's your favorite monster or who? Um, this is a, I, I genuinely don't have like a, a monster that pops immediately to right. mind, but. When you say monster, I go Monsters Inc. So yeah, I would say probably Sully. Yeah, <laughs> at this point, like Sully's yes. pretty fire. He's a great monster. Yeah, <laughs> fire as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Sully is a a fucking monster, and he dope. He's dope. He cool dope. <laughs> and Mike Wazowski's like, Man, I feel cool, bad for bro. Mike. You know? <laughs> Y'all met my dude, Sully. <laughs> <laughs> y'all know Sully, right? Y'all met Sully. get down with Sully. Yo, man, when you go to bed, man, he gonna sneak out and say what up to you, man. Yeah. Love that, Sully. <laughs> That's a great... I don't know why that character needed to talk about Sully. Uh, yeah, Sully's a <laughs> monster and he's great. I would listen to that character <laughs> talk about Sully. Hey, what's up, man? <laughs> he's talking about monsters, man. Y'all know Sully? It's <laughs> my boy Sully right there. You got Dracula. You get Frankenstein. You even got that dude... Sully. Yeah. <laughs> you got my dude Sully. You got my dude Sully, man. He fired out. You yeah. like him, man. He's fire. <laughs> <laughs> Sully is fire. The internet, I can't not <laughs> absorb all of the vernacular that the internet has. Oh, and man. it's just killing it's me. I'm like, so yeah, man, that's to totally 100. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For the longest time, I was just saying the word lol. Yeah. Oh, man, lol. <laughs> lol. <laughs> lol, lol, lol. Yep. Yeah. Um, Favorite music group? I have a prediction. 
Who's that predation? Pearl Jam. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah boy. Although here's again. Okay. Um, Foo Fighters Weird have, have made oh. a real. I like I like a lot of music, but Foo Fighters is the other one that I like. Foo I Fighters, Foo Fighters the whole time. I was watching. I'm just like powering through the end of West Wing because mm-hmm. I watched it and uh, I never quite finished it because the last season is just death. Yes. It's it's just so boring. Yep. But the it's like the other the, the new race or is the, the yeah it's with like with, no? yeah and like all like the, it's it's the race between worked on that uh, show too by the way did you yeah <laughs> fuck yeah yes but yeah, yeah the one with between Matthew Santos and Arnold Vinnick yep yeah but Alan 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 Alda and, and uh, um, Smiths Jimmy yeah Smits. Jimmy Smiths a big is like Samoan I guess no in it, the American? show no just in, the character person. oh I don't know he go, he's yeah I don't know I don't know yeah he's something. big dude he's a big dude. you're something yeah um. But like the Foo Fighters play at like election day party, yeah, and they just like keep showing them, and they're just like sounding hella good, and no <laughs> one gives a shit because, you know, uh, Leo McGarry died, yeah, in real life, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I'm just trying to power through the, that <laughs> show. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, you gotta. The last season was it's just brutal. Incredible. Yeah, first couple are great. Oh, amazing, amazing, they're the best. Um. That was okay. my when I first moved out here. That was my first like I interned on that show, and one of my first jobs was to help um, Aaron Sorkin move out of his office because he had just been like kicked off the show for drug abuse. And I was like, "Hi, nice the to sh- meet you. I'm Mickey." He <laughs> was like, "Carry oh, this." I was like, "Oh god, I'm a Trojan." <laughs> yeah, no, he uh, was he was amazing. I guess super talented. And yeah, the show nice too, the shows struggle when he was gone. Yes. Um, favorite teacher ever. Um. Oh man, uh, this guy, Mr. Burns. <laughs> Actually, Mr. Burns is great, but Mr. I had this other guy, Mr. Needs Wiki, who taught like an English class, but it was it was like not English. It was just like philosophy, basically the right. whole time. And he would like have you write, just like creative writing or something like that, um, just like about you know this is like in later high school, like we'd have these like these just long debates and talks in class and he'd be like that's what you're writing your paper on and you'd be like what and like <laughs> it'd just be like you would set a thought like not thinking that there would be consequence and right then be like okay go like back up your thought interesting and uh it's always stuck with me that is like if there's a lot of, like there's no unselfish act like ever there's everybody has an intent within everything even if it is like you need the feeling of doing good right so right, that's right. like still a selfish act. so there's like small little things that i still hold on to from that and Santa Monica College. I took a philosophy class there, and that of any, I went to three colleges. I went to Boulder, I went to Santa Monica College, and I went to USC. And my best education came from Santa Monica College. Yeah, hands down, dude. And that that you're not that's not a unique thought. Yes, I'm that's like, dude, that's 100. Um, percent Who's your favorite teacher now? Um, like person in my life I learned from. Yeah. Like doesn't have to be an actual teacher. I, you know, no, no, no. I, I, I've been very lucky in that I've had, I feel like I've found like mentors at every stage. Like Daniel, when I first met Daniel, I was yeah. like, I've learned, I, and still to this day, I learned a ton from him, but I learned so much from him. Um, this woman, Suzanne Cole, I work with now, she used to run E Network. And so like, I've learned a lot from her, but it kind of goes with the movie thing. And that like, I'm trying to find my next mentor of somebody who like has made movies and that has done it well and that we willing to like let me just work for free for them to like right. learn the ropes yeah. a little bit like I, I know enough about like the industry and distribution and stuff like that and finance that I can 
bullshit my way through it, but I feel like it would be very helpful to find someone that I can shadow. Yeah, exactly. Basically. Yeah, so yeah, Judd yeah. Apatow, if you're out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. If you're out there, do you want to be on my show? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be helpful. Yeah. Listen, like, I, I can set it up and that'll be my first mentorship. I'm on the show. I'll give you a Mickey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So looking we're, we're looking for that. Looking for that. Looking for but that. But you still, okay. Yeah. Well, I hope you find it. This is very therapeutic for me. <laughs> <laughs> the Yellow Pod Session good. is like really getting down we're, deep yeah, in the, yeah, hey the man, core of where I'm good. at. You're going to walk out of here feeling either really secure or way more confused. <laughs> Talked about shitting my either pants. <laughs> Talked about <laughs> You weren't the first one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your, uh, your favorite number? Seven. Yeah. Mickey Mantle. I'm named after Mickey Mantle. There and you I go. Was like, it was There's given to me. And so then every, I just have always had lucky number seven. Yeah, Mickey Mantle. Yeah, that's a Yankee favorite. It's yeah. just, there it is. Yeah. Uh, favorite college? Um, SC. Right. I mean, yeah, fight on. Right on. Right on, yeah. I, was, I mean, if you had said Santa Monica and yeah. CC, I'd have been like, that's tight. Listen, that's great tight class, answer. but like, no, fuck that. <laughs> like, <laughs> but they're football sucks. There's so many things I can root for at USC. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And one day it will be good. We will. Football again. We will. Yeah. Urban Meyer next year? That's the rumor. What? Yeah, that's what they, that, that's, I think it's an easy piece to write. Yeah. But that's, that there's thought that he takes a year off and then jeez that'd be great I mean Pac-12 sucks you can go win yeah. immediately yeah and then just live at the beach yep and then he'll be here for six years that's what I never understand is it's like this is Southern California like where else could you ask for like a cushy great gig well, yeah. you live in Alabama sure Nick Saban like <laughs> yeah. great record but like I'm sure that guy has like mosquitoes all over him all the time <laughs> <laughs> that's like a <laughs> shitty part of life yeah no I mean I think if if USC's problem is the people who run USC. Yeah. It's like like when we go back to talking about like sports, people who are like in, way too involved in like the team. Yep. Like the president of the school coming by and just wants to be best friends. Why like Clay Helton just kisses ass and they yep. all love it. I'm sure. Anyway, I, I feel super good about it. uninteresting football. <laughs> Clay Helton. Yeah. Like, yeah. God. Uh, I sure like having just the nice guy there. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> what if we went every other play is just pass then run. <laughs> it's like, yeah, but I'm, I run as often as I pass. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but if it, but if one's working, the other isn't. Just do what. Well. No, I don't think we. Have, yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, favorite sport to watch? Um, I love watching hockey live. Yeah. I love watching baseball. Yeah, I love watching football too. I mean, I love. I just love watching sports in general. Yeah. Logan, my older son, is now able to watch baseball and like loves it. Yeah. And like that is. The dopest. Yeah, it's like awesome. sitting down with him, and him asking me about stats and being like, "Well, he's not going to do this," <laughs> oh, and like, man. "Why he's a left-handed hitter?" I'm like, "Oh, this is the best." Yeah, like <laughs> I eat that up because yeah. that's also like it's generational. Gotta so watch no. out for the backdoor slider. Come yeah, exactly. on, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Sick. <laughs> uh, he's on a football kick now as a result of at recess they all play football. Right and now he's like wanting to sponge that's up information about football. So. That's how it goes. Hundred percent. That kicks ass. Um, favorite high school. Um, Clinton High School. Yeah, baby. Yes. Fighting. Um, we are the Warriors. Okay. We are the Warriors. Yeah. Sure. And it was super small high school, and we are just named Hockeyville, USA, <laughs> by, the, by the NHL. Dead serious. Really? Yes. And it just is. for your school or for the Clinton? For Clinton, which is like basically is the, the high the school. school. Yeah, gotcha. it's like the whole thing. Get out but of here. Yeah. Nuts. The Rick. The, it's where it's like Slapshot was based on our town. Really? Yeah. There's a bunch of like, it's. Hockey like originated there in a lot of ways, and it was they just celebrated the hundred year anniversary of hockey in the in the, the, the town, and 
yeah, it is a very, very close knit community and the high school, um, like, yeah, it's just, it was a crazy experience and shaped me in a lot of ways. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, favorite holiday. I love Halloween because my birthday's right there, but I also love it because it is, it keeps everybody on a certain level of being a kid. Right. And it also exposes people that don't want to be kids anymore. They're like, very <laughs> right. like I'm not wearing a costume. Right. And you're like, fucking great, dude. Like, <laughs> too cool for costumes? Who yeah. cares? Throw yeah. a hat on. Like, yeah. you'll be fine. Yeah. Um, it's also so much, it's got to be so fun when you are when you have kids that are super yeah. into it. Like, that's got to add so much it's to that enjoyment. Best. My redheaded younger son went as Chucky <laughs> for Halloween. And want, like, that's what he chose. I was like, this is awesome. This what is hilarious. Ball. I was terrified of Chucky when I was his age. He is oh too. <laughs> Whoa. <Yeah>. Whoa. <laughs> he got too, too scared to wear the costume, you. which is Did hilarious. Did he? Yes. <laughs> He's <laughs> like, I don't want to be a dragon. I don't want to be a dragon anymore. He's like, okay, buddy. Buy a dragon costume. Your wife like stitched it all together. She's like, of course you don't. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> what was your best costume that you ever had? Um, I I can't not remember Flash immediately when it was like one of my first like kid. That was like I remember being a kid and being like, I want to be Flash. Yeah. And my dad just put me in like red stockings. <laughs> And it was like the hottest costume. It was like yeah. the thick, like winter yeah. thing. And like it was, uh, yeah, that was a that was a real gem. That's I also sick. went as Fat Man one year. That was just the worst costume I ever was. But yeah, I've, I've had some terrible costumes. That's that's the fun. That's the beauty of it. That's the fun of it. Yeah. Well, Mickey, you just completed your yellow Whoa! pad session. I did it. You just did it. You just did it. You did it. You did it. Yellow pad session. Yellow pad session. Yellow pad session. His favorite monster is Sally. Anything? What? What else? Anything else? Said. Is Con- going on that conquer you can, your inner bitch. I don't know yeah, how that would conquer, move it. Yeah, <laughs> says the mug that you're drinking yeah. from. Make sure you guys conquer your inner bitch. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude. Thank you. Yeah, this it's is great, great to have I'm you excited. on, man. I'm I've, excited uh, you're doing this. This is great. This is like I'm. I'm a fan. Keep keep doing it. Hey, and uh, right back at you, man. I tell you, I've as w- no, watching your career since we graduated. I've just been uh, I've been awestruck by your abilities and what you've accomplished. Me too, man. I, think I don't done, know how this shit is happening, just, but you're doing it, and you're kicking ass, and it's just fun to watch, it's man. Very nice and uh, yeah, you're the best, man. Let's go uh, LAFC. Yeah, let's go camping. Let's do it all. I'm in. Hi, right, boy. Bye, baby. Bye, buddy. Okay, that was Mickey Meyer. Did you guys like that? I like that. I like the recording of it. Mickey is a good man and a good dad. He bought a bus for his kids, guys. A bus. Um, as always, you can send me an email. Please send me an email. You guys, I'll read it. I swear to God I'll read it. It's clay at yellowpodsessions.com. Put a question on there. You want me to ask a guest? I will do it. Tell me you don't. why you don't like me. I'll read it. Tell me why you like me. I'll be thrilled. Just email me. You guys, I check the email so much. And guess what it says every time, you guys? No mail. It's so dark. What's happening when I look at that? I'm going to get past it. Um, But yeah, send an email. I'll send you something if you're the first to send me something. I'll send you the shirt off my back, unless it's my favorite shirt. And then you'll get some other shirt that I don't wear that much. 
Um, tune in next week, you guys. And as always, tell a friend. Um, and yeah, share it with everyone, you guys. Bye. Bye.